Take two. Wow. I was just talking for like 10 minutes and did not hit the record button. Yeah. What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Rob, back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. How y'all doing out there? You're doing all right. You're feeling good. You're feeling great. You're feeling fine. Have you taken a mental break lately? Have you checked on yourself, your loved ones, the friends, the family? Take some inventory, man. Ugh. Apparently, I need to take inventory. I'm up here talking like I'm recording and I record nothing. Sheesh. Um, fair warning. Headlines are a little triggering today. I'm going to be talking about some not positive things, but, you know, some of them are tied into the topics and some of them are just what's happening in the world. And I want to share my thoughts and feelings about it. So let's get into it. Check mic, 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 mic. Whew. Yo, thank you. Those of you who like, share, listen, and subscribe. I love you all, man. Let me tell you something. The share button is so powerful, y'all. Like, if your friends are out there doing anything, a podcast, promoting a product, or anything they have going on where you know they need exposure, hitting that share button Sometimes hitting the share share button is more important than contributing money because with the exposure to the right person can take someone's business or idea to the next level. We all trying to get our stuff seen and heard. I have a podcast. I want to reach as many people as I can to continue to promote positivity. I want people to listen to my solo shows and my shows with guests so they can find words of encouragement. So if you're out there trying to support someone, it does not always have to be monetarily. Hit that share button, hit that like button, engage by hitting the comment button and putting your thoughts and feelings in the comment. You can follow us, FME underscore podcast, on Instagram and on Fanbase. Also, from my experience, podcast on Facebook. Join the Facebook group. And FMEpodcast.com, man. Interact with us on the website. You can listen to the podcast. You can learn more about some of our more recent guests. All their links and stuff will be there. And also, we have a blog, man. We are going to blow this blog out of the water. We're going to be posting some interesting topics giving our thoughts, feelings, and opinions on these topics, and we want y'all to chime in, man. Comment. Comment on those blog topics, and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter. We are not going to blow you up with spam. Just when a new episode drops or a new blog comes out or we have something cool going on, we're just going to email you. Trust me, I wake up to about 30 emails a day, and I unsubscribe religiously. I'm trying to get it down to where I wake up to one or two emails a day instead of all those other emails a day because they're talking about a bunch of stuff I don't care about. Also on fmepodcast.com if you want to support the show, you can click the donate button and donate to us. We will greatly appreciate it. It will help us continue to grow and provide new ways 
for you all to interact with us. We want to do some big things and I'm still working on them. They are in the works. I promise you that. Um, there's some, oh yeah, you can also shop with our affiliates. Check our link tree link that is in, on our Instagram page. We have Garner's Garden, we have Acre Gold, we have Jot Forms, and we have Listenable. So you can click on any of those links. Those are great products and services for you that you can get for you and we'll get a little bit of kickback and that will help the show as well. All right, let's get into headlines. Whew. All right. So those of you who are new to investing or looking to invest, Amazon and Google stock is super cheap right now, man. Um, as of what is today, September 14, 2022, Amazon stock is at 100, about $128. Google stock is about 105. Those stocks did split earlier in the year, giving room and opportunity for those of us who want to get in on that action. You can invest in those companies. Amazon and Google aren't going anywhere. It will be a long play. So don't think you're going to get rich overnight. But again, if you don't know much about investing, do your own research. Uh, those of you with student loans, please do not forget about the debt relief program where you can get up to $10,000 worth of forgiveness or even $20,000 if you held a Pell Grant by the Department of Education. For some people, a lot of people actually have loans um, in the $20,000 range, in the $10,000 range. Everybody don't have these outrageous loans. So I know some people were pissed off about the amounts, but some people will benefit from this. So make sure you get online, check Department of Education, check with your loan service provider about that forgiveness so that you can get your forgiveness. All right, um, from Essence Magazine, this is wild to me. So in an Iowa court, Piper Lewis, she was a teenage victim of human trafficking and rape. She was charged with first degree murder after she stabbed her accused rapist to death. Now she's 17 now. So this took place when she was 15 and I'm paraphrasing from Essence. Um, this took place when she was 15. She was a runaway trying to escape an abusive life. Apparently she was sleeping in the hallway of an apartment building where the her accused rapist lived. Uh, she was allegedly taken in by him and he was his name was Christopher Brown he was 28 at the time and he began trafficking her out to other men for sex so her sentencing now listen to this she was sentenced to 5 years probation in order to pay $150,000 restitution to the accused rapist family you heard me ordered to pay $150,000 restitution to the accused rapist family. They're saying accused, I'm assuming that his investigation is still going on to some degree because they keep using the word accused in there as if he had not been found guilty of anything before she killed him. But um, I, that's crazy to me. If if this, I, I don't see how if she was a victim of sex trafficking that she needs to pay the person who raped and sex trafficked her. I don't have the details of the investigation. I don't know what else they're gonna come out with, but that just sounds crazy to me. All right, I wanna send a special rest in peace to one of my Gamma Nu brothers, Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, Gamma Nu Chapter. Brother William Fairfax Jr., man, may he rest in peace. Very impressive young brother. I had the pleasure of meeting him a couple times. Unfortunately, I did not have a chance to hang out with him 
um, in the DMV area. But, you know, my young brother just passed away recently, man. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's a reminder of how short life can be. And it's also a reminder, a reminder of going after what you want in life. Impressive young brother into the, in the world of politics, man, looking at his social media motivated me that dude was in the rooms where he wanted to be next to the people he wanted to be next to and it looked like he was definitely doing his thing man so rest in peace my brothers until we all reach that golden shore and rest in peace to pnb rock man pnb rock hip-hop artist from philly was shot and killed in la the other day at a roscoe's chicken and waffle man um from what I'm reading from all the sources that I've checked, it was a robbery. They robbed him for his jewelry. And they took his life in the process. Yeah, I, I, man, we've lost so many, so many young black men and our hip-hop artists, man, and it's crazy. But we're we'll get into that in a second, man. Those are your headlines, y'all. All right, so, whew, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the stuff I said when I wasn't recording. I'm not going to remember it all. But our first topic, and this topic was just prompted by, you know, rest in peace, PNB Rock's death. Is being successful a curse? So uh, I'm going to give, and when I say successful, I mean wildly successful. There's different levels of success, but... I'm going to use from my experience in the black community when you get some money and when I say you get some money, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. Okay. Like basically you at the point where you can buy what you want, do what you want, go where you want. You ain't got to clock back in a day in your life if you don't want to. That's what I mean. Um, And even some of the success when you talk about Instagram or just social media in general, the jewelry, the cars, the house. The lifestyle, not even just, I'm not even just going to limit to, you know, the jewelry, cars and stuff like that, because people just associate that with black people, but we're not the only people that's successful. And those aren't the only types of success that we see among the black culture. Those are just the ones that are on the forefront. But there are a lot of people who own companies, businesses and running organizations that are highly successful. So don't just want to box it into hip hop artists or music. I am going to speak on that one a bit more concentrated because I'm personally more familiar with that because of the way I grew up. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And because, again, you know what happened with PNB Rock and some of the conversations I've been hearing about it have been a little troublesome to me. Only a little troublesome because some people aren't taking the time to make sure that their point is is uh, clear. So that's uh, let's just take that as a blanket, you know, blanket definition of success now yes when i say that you know they're even the i guess outside of that blanket definition even if you making 120 dollars a year if you the one in the family or you the one that stands out <laughs> okay just standing out even if even if you're not successful just standing out like you you just it comes with so many things like you know how the song goes the more money we come across, the more problems we see. 
put my record deal in my email. Thanks. Um, yeah, more money, more problems seems to be. I can't say because I ain't had the more money, more problems. Well, yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been there yet, and I hope I'm never there to a point where I get the more problems, more money, please, more problems. I don't need it. But my history with hip hop. All right, so we're going to talk, I'm going to just go in the lane of hip-hop and hip-hop culture, then I'm going to broaden it out. So my my first true introduction and interaction with hip-hop happened when I moved to Philly to live with my dad in 97, and I lived in Philly from 97 to 2003. So those of you who don't know, Major Figures, Dutch, Spade, Gilly the Kid, Beanie Siegel, Philadelphia Freeway, Chris, Neef, Oskino, Sparks, um... Elliot Ness, Cassidy, these are the people that I'm listening to. D-Block was super heavy. They from Philly. I mean, they from New York, but their mixtapes was super heavy in the streets. You know what I'm saying? That's all I was listening to was State Property, D-Block, Major Figures. Like, that's the music I was listening to. And... One thing I learned about the culture of hip hop and just street life was you got to stay on guard. And I'm not trying to make a point by saying that, but just listen. You got to stay on guard and you got to you always got to watch your back. I like I've carried that stuff with me. Like there's a Nas song where he says eyes cut every direction. Like I do that when I walk out of my house, whenever I'm going to my car or something and people are like, "Oh, you trip like what?" Like they laugh. I'm like, "Yo, I was brought up and grew up, you know, in an area where, yo, it's like that. Like, you need to know what's going on around you, who's around you, what was that noise, what's really happening. All right, I just came up, you know what I'm saying? Let me see if people going to act funny. Like, that's that's what I, I grew up listening to it. I grew up seeing it. And in that era, this was before, way before social media. Like, the stuff some of y'all use now did not exist. There was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. Everybody didn't even have a cell phone. People were still using pages, two-way pages, basically. You know what I'm saying? Pay phones, house phones. You was in the street having face-to-face conversations, or you was at the crib. You know what I'm saying? And word traveled fast. And I heard about a lot of situations before they hit the front page of the news because it was like that. And that just gives you a different mentality, man. It, it's it's something that has uh, what's the how? Bleh. Growing up like that and learning those things have equipped me to deal with what I may have, what I may be facing in the future, and they have helped tremendously. Like I know it's not a game out here. There are things you will never see me post on social media or on Facebook because I know haters are real. And people don't like, I, this is my own quote, I say it all the time, people don't like to see you sex, successful without them. People do not like to see you successful without them. People will look at your success and assume your life is perfect, is good, why not me, I want what you have. I'm not willing to do the work to get what you have, but I want what you have. It's easier for me to take it from you. That's a real thing, and that's something that, unfortunately... You need to be aware of and you need to continuously think about when you're on that rise to success because it's a very real thing. I got stories for you. Let me tell you, okay? I got stories for you. And anyone from Philly growing up in that era, you already know what time it was. The streets was grimy. It was crazy. But you learn some of those old rules and principles 
Fast forward to today, society is different. People are different, but those elements still exist. Um, it's very jokey out here. People think everything's a joke. Everything's a game. They play games on social media and talk about people's moms and family and stun on people, this, that, and the third. And then when something happens, not saying it should happen, not saying there's a reason for it happening, but when something happens, people are surprised. Unfortunately, unfortunately, people want to see you fall. Crabs in the barrel mentality. Yes, there are people that love you and will support you and uplift you, but you got to learn how to pick those people out. And by picking them out, you got to look at their character. What are they doing when you're not around? How are they holding you down when things aren't going their way? When you can't hold them down, are they holding you down? All right, so let me take that, right? So that that's just where I came from. I just wanted to give y'all that overview. So that that's what qualifies me for touching on this conversation. So... What I'm hating is, you know, when I when I heard about PNB Rock and I thought about topics for this week and, you know, thinking about success being a curse, I started looking at hip hop artists who passed away or who were killed. And a lot of them, <laughs> most of them were gun violence. Um, and it was either someone really close to them or someone they didn't know. And it was usually a robbery type situation or just a run up gun down situation. And um, I'm going to put a, put a pause in it right there. One thing I'm disgusted by is the lack of the lack of tact and the lack of professionalism with putting certain details out around situations. Um, the police saying that, oh, they believe there's a possibility that due to the fact that PNB Rock's girlfriend put out a picture saying, oh, where Roscoe's chicken and waffle, whatever. She put out a picture about their location that that may have possibly been a cause of what happened. And I'm like, that pissed me off so bad because I'm like, y'all know how social media is. You know, if you put this guy has millions of fans, you put that out there, you're going to have these p- keyboard warriors jump out and jump in this girl's DMs. Like she, first of all, she's a victim as well. Like she was, I'm assuming she was there, obviously. I don't know what happened with her. If she was shot, if she was hurt, if a gun was pulled on her, if she got robbed, I don't know. But to put that detail out there like that without any concrete evidence, without knowing anything is trash and disgusting because now you've just added a world of pressure on someone who's already under a lot of stress and duress. One, from going through what they went through. Two, you are now a single parent who has explained to this child your daddy is no longer coming home. Because we don't know if that's, you don't know if that's the cause. Someone who worked at, the, at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles could have lined him up. Uh, anybody sitting in that restaurant eating could have took a picture and did the same thing. But you choose the person who is also a victim of a crime and put that out there like you know. Like that was so stupid and unprofessional and tactless, man. Like, ugh. That really, that really pissed me off, man. And and I really hope that people aren't, I hope people are just leaving her alone. I know that's not the case, but people just need to leave her alone, man. Like, yeah. But anyway, hip hop. So is being successful a curse? We've had different eras in hip hop. We've had, I grew up in the era, like I said, very, like, if you wanted to know something, you heard it from the streets, you read it in double XL, you heard a radio, radio interview. Then there is then then there is a lot of beefs. So you heard 
what one person had to say about another, the beefs. Sometimes the beefs got off wax and got into the streets. Sometimes they didn't. Now we in the era of ha ha, but some of these people, there's no, there's no morals or there's no street code anymore. There used to be a spoken, followed street rule, street code, and people who didn't follow the street code, if you're in the street life, they were dealt with by the streets. Now it just seems to be the wild, wild west, man. And it's crazy to think that because hip hop is something that, you know, young black people and black people in general, it's ours. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's an art form. We use it to express ourselves and to tell our stories. And from that, you can gain great success. But with that success, your life is in danger. I take my artwork, I put it out, people embrace it, uplift me, promote me, push me, I make it, quote unquote, I get a deal or I make money and now I can get my mom out the hood or not even that, take the hood out of it. I get, I become successful and I can do more of what I want to do. You immediately hate me for that. I don't even know you. I don't even know you, but you immediately hate me for that. And you want to take my life or you want to take what I have because you don't have it. What I worked for. A lot of these hip hop artists, trust me, I used to own the record label. It takes a long time to get on. Like some of these artists, when we finally hear them, they've probably been rapping for five, six, seven, sometimes 10 years before they make it to a point where we hear them and we're buying their music and we're supporting them heavily and their names are being mentioned you know, on the forefront. I mean, it's a little, it's different now because you can just put music out, but you know, people discount that people look at it like, Oh, you just woke up, put out a song. You rich. I'm hating. Why I can't do that. That ain't, that ain't no, that's not how that works. I'm that person put in some work, man. So when I say is being successful, a curse, just thinking about some of the things that come along with that's that's just talking about success in the hip hop community, man. There's just a lot of a lot of go get money and just the bravado and the street cred and the people wanting to see if you tough and testing you or people just hating. Period. It's crazy, man. And even let's take it out of hip hop. So let's let's broaden the spectrum, right? People think people often will look at your situation because that I've been a victim of this. That's that's a strong word, but this has happened to me. Let me say that people will see something I have or see something I did and think they know my entire situation. But the thing that pisses me off, people love to acknowledge your accomplishments when you make it to the top, but they don't acknowledge the work you put in or the consistency that it took to get there. They act like it was easy. Just because I make it look easy doesn't mean it was easy. Like this podcast, for one, I view this podcast as successful. I'm still pushing. I'm still grinding. We approaching 250 episodes. Some people may hate on that. But dog, I started at episode one. (laughs) Episode one, recording on a tablet or something like that. Or a busted laptop without this Blue Yeti Pro mic. That's why I started. And I spent years of going through lessons, ups, downs, success, failures. And here I am today. 
But all you see is the finished product. And if you don't like it or you feel a way, you feel like, well, I can just take his. Or he don't deserve that. Or he think this or he think that instead of having a conversation or saying, you know what? Let me talk to this person to see how I can get that. Now I'm going to take yours. Or I'm going to hate on you because that's easier. Let me get some attention that way. Let me bleed off your success. Let me get you to promote me on your platform by being negative. Instead of, oh, I want them to promote me on my platform. Hey, here's what I have going on. Would you mind doing an interview with me so I can share my product or my thing over here? Y'all see the difference? Success, one, I will give my opinion on it. Um, Success isn't a curse. I don't think it's a curse. Um, I just know that we all got problems. Successful, unsuccessful. Rich, poor, black, white, purple, green, blue. We all have different sets of problems. I do believe that that your your issues and problems change. And I do feel like at times, if you have never been highly successful, multimillionaire, hundreds of thousands of dollars, when you get there, you're in a place you've never been before. So navigating that is different and is difficult. And unfortunately, it's something that gets out. Like people love talking about what other people have, especially when it comes to money. And material possessions. Even if you're running a business. People love assuming. Oh man he put out an app. He got fit. Oh man $250,000 people on it. I know he got 250000 500000 downloads. Oh he rich. You don't know that though. People will not even have a conversation with you. They will look at pictures. And read articles online. You ain't said a word. And they'll assume they know your situation. And you'll get problems because of that. You ain't even open your mouth. <laughs> you 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 back there working getting it in trying to make things happen and someone is hating on you because of what they think they know it's crazy um i will say this too and i'll get off of this topic i'm gonna go back to the hip-hop community um and not just the hip-hop community i want to talk to really women um men too but really focusing on women. One, I don't know if any hip-hop artists listen to this or are listening to this or if you know a hip-hop artist or close to one, actor, whoever, whoever is successful. Um, and this is not victim-blaming. Let's, let's do this. Anybody who decides to take a gun or a weapon and steal from another person, you are trash. Period. Taking what someone else has that they went out and worked for and earned because you didn't want to do it or you felt like it was a quick lick or whatever the situation may be, you're trash, period. I don't care if they drove a Lamborghini and had every piece of jewelry and $200,000 in their car and they sitting on, sitting on the roof of their car with the trunk open and all their jewelry on and no shirt on and a blindfold on. That's theirs and that's their right. Yes, that is not the reality of the world, but that's a true statement. Go get your own. Go get your own. But anyway, for those of you who are, who are in this life, if, you, if you're going to live a high-profile life, which is something I don't want, but if you're, let's say that, a high-profile life, you're going to be someone who's visible. People are going to see your house, your car, your jewelries, your, your trips across the world. People, if your life is going to look luxurious, right, Put yourself in a position to protect it as best you can and, un and understand that there are just going to be some things you have to give up. 
One thing that I would love to see, and I have an idea for this, so if you know Diddy, tell Diddy to holler at your boy. I have an idea for this. I really wish what what we did as a hip do as a hip hop community got more exposure. Like as far as going back to our neighborhoods, what we do to give back, what we what charities we give to, what events we put on. I wish that got as much exposure as the music videos and the beef and the drama. Because maybe some of these haters out here will see, well dang, he's really giving back. He's really doing something. And again, I'm not victim blaming and I'm not justifying anyone getting robbed. You shouldn't rob anyone of doing this stupid stuff anyway. But maybe shining a light on, oh, well, that's what it takes to be there. Not only is this person out here getting money, they're also giving back and doing a lot of things. They out here working. Because some people really think you put out a song and you go home, you just sitting on the beach all day not doing nothing and money is just flowing in. These people work. <laughs> like these people are working. The music industry and the music business is hard. They're working. But I think promoting that positivity and showing the positive side of things and the other side of the music would be helpful. But my message, sorry, I went off on a tangent because I'm just pissed off thinking about this because a lot of these rappers and hip hop artists who have been shot or robbed are young. Like, I am 37. A lot of them are younger than me, 10, 15 years younger than me. A lot of them are between 20 and 32, 33. Worked so hard, worked, worked now, worked from nothing to make it to a successful level to where you can take care of your family, pay off mama's car, house, dad's house, car, move your family to a different location or just build up that school or give to a charitable organization. And because some rat bastard decides to be negative and hating because they can't get off their ass and do the work, you want to steal something from me and you kill me in the process. And in killing them, you kill the hopes and dreams of the people attached to them. So many of these artists touch so many lives outside of themselves and build organizations and hire friends and family and people from their neighborhoods to help other people's situation better. And you are literally killing the dream because you want a piece of jewelry or you want something that they have because you you too lazy to go out and try to get it yourself. Or you don't know how to say, yo, you know, I see your success I have aspirations to do things, you know, can you help me? Do you have any words of wisdom, any advice where I can get started? We won't do that, right? But again, sorry, y'all. This, 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 it just really pisses me off thinking about it, man. Like it, you know how shitty it is that you go out and do these things and become successful and now you can't even go out to eat where you want to go out to eat at, like a quote unquote regular person. Like, me being from Philly slash Spartanburg, South Carolina, it would suck if I knew whenever I went back to Spartanburg, I couldn't go to the Beacon. Or I couldn't go to Fudd Rutgers. Or when I go to Philly, I can't go to Franklin Mills Mall. Or Germantown Avenue. You know what I'm saying? I can't go to these places because I bust my behind and got rich. Now I have to worry about being killed so people can take a, probably the smallest part of my success from me. Now I can't go back and do the things I used to love to do, the things that meant something to me, because you mad. Because you hating. Because you want to steal from me. Just because I worked hard. 
That's a that's a terrible reward. But sorry. All right. Whew. That's the last point I'm gonna make on that. Um, what I was gonna say was talking to the ladies and talking to well, let me start with the hip hop artists or people who just want a people who have a visually um luxurious life, right? Please protect yourself, man. Um, I am not an advocate for any violence against people, but I am an advocate for protecting yourself. Get a license. Learn how to use a firearm. Carry a firearm. If you are not comfortable with a firearm and you can afford security, high security, if you can't do that, get pepper spray, a knife. Just, I mean, do reconnaissance. Yo, what time are we going to get there? What time are we leaving? All right, let me make sure I have a group of people with me. Like, and I, and again, I am not victim blaming at all. You, I, I think it sucks that you have to think that way and do that, but we know how people are in the world. We've seen this happen too many times. And there isn't anybody who can't get touched like that. Um, so I would just say this if you're going to live that type of life or put your lifestyle out there, Please take the necessary steps and precautions to protect yourself from people out there who hate on you, who don't want to see you successful. Just take those steps to protect yourself. That's all I really got to say about that. Just take the extra steps. If you decide you want to go anywhere or do anything, that is your choice. It is a free country. But really sit down and think about and know and understand what could possibly come along with that because unfortunately, you have reached a level that most people will not reach and People, there's someone out there that's not happy about it. So protect yourself, protect your family. And I'm not saying PNB Rock didn't do it. And I'm not saying any other artist who has been through this didn't do it. You know, we're humans. Sometimes we want to go to the store or go to a spot and get a piece of chicken or get a lemonade or get an ice cream cone. And we're not thinking about calling up 10 people, calling up security so I can go down the street and do something I did 10 years ago when nobody knew who I was without a problem. I understand. Trust me. I get it. Even though I ain't there yet, <laughs> I get it. I think it's stupid too. I think it's ignorant too. I think the fact that I'm even saying this and people who have bust their butt to become successful have to think about this. I think that's stupid too, but that's the world we're in. That's the world that we're in. Those of you in hip hop, man, you got to check in or get to know somebody in another city to make sure you good. Do it protect yourself man um and again i'm not victim blaming that's trash robbing somebody is trash because you broke you hungry and go get a job ask for help you don't pull a gun on somebody and take what they worked for and take their life over a piece of jewelry bro <sighs> okay to the ladies so i haven't reported on this well, I talked about, you know, the story earlier um, in headlines with Piper Lewis. Um, I heard this on The Breakfast Club. I can't remember the young lady's name, but a young lady was, uh, she was jogging and she got abducted and killed. Sex trafficking and it's, it's, sex trafficking has been like a really big thing that is coming to the forefront. And I think it's only coming to the forefront now because we've got some new people in office. But the scary part about some of the sex trafficking stuff is some of the people who have been put in place to protect us are a part of it, which is why it's not getting exposure because they go expose people and a lot of corruption. This is not a conspiracy theory. I just don't have the story in front of me, but there's a few stories out there where they've done some stings and it's like, oh, you're a police officer, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, and you're part of the sex crime ring. 
Like, it's crazy. But to my ladies out there, and I just say ladies because that tends to be who gets caught up in this. But fellas, don't get caught slipping either. Things can happen to us too. But ladies, just please, 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 man, make sure, you know, and again, I not victim blaming at all. And I hate that I even have to say this. Make sure you have a a friend or two or three or five. Hey, girl, I'm going for my morning jog. Or hey, hey, guys, guys, girls, whoever your crew is, I'm going for my jog. Or I'm going here, I'm going like, when you know you're going to be in a situation where you're by yourself for an extended period of time, where you're not going to have the resources that you need to necessarily protect yourself or escape or get away, just let people know what's going on and where you are. And I know that sounds crazy. We used to do that back in the day when we were kids. Before everyone had a cell phone, you know what I'm saying? You go from a friend's house or, you know, you let your parents know where you're going. You let people know where you're going. I've sold stuff on Facebook and online. Shout out to my boy, Carl Van. Download Pass the Peas app. Pass the Peas app. Check the link in the description. But I always, like, when I sell something on Facebook and I go to meet the person, I go to their profile. I take a screenshot. I send it to people and I say, hey, I'm selling. I've sold something on Facebook. I'm going to meet this person at this location. If something happens, this is the person I went to go meet. Like, I do that as a grown man. Because I know that everyone does not have my best interests at heart. So I just wanted to put that precaution out there. Um, Just put yourself in a position to be protected because the only thing that you can control is you, your situation, your circumstances. That's all you can can control. You can't control what somebody else is going to do, right? Let's woosaw, ladies and gentlemen. That, that was heavy. A lot of what I just talked about was heavy, so I want y'all to breathe with me. Taking a deep breath. And exhale. One more time. Taking a deep breath. And exhale. I'm a noob. We do things in threes. One more time. Taking a deep breath. And exhale. Okay, mm. I'm going to keep uh, these next two short because I'm already <laughs> approaching 40 minutes, which I did not intend to do. Um, the other two topics I had really kind of intertwined. Well, not really, but sort of. How healthy are your relationships? Um, I'll just give this as basically some words of encouragement. Um, nurture your relationships, ladies and gentlemen. Check them relationships. Uh, shout out to uh, Jessica Fountain. She used to be a host on the show. Her and I reconnected recently. Not that we were disconnected. We just let life happen like we all do between in between phone calls. And we just let it happen for an extended period of time. But shout out to you, Jessica. I love you. We have had some great conversations over the past few days. And those conversations were a reminder, was a reminder that we are like kindred spirits. We share a lot of the same ideologies and we have very similar personality traits, but it's someone that I should remain connected to more often, right? So I need to make that relationship healthier. And we all have those people like that. And you have to remember, those people love you. Some people, you feel bad if you've been away for too long. You know, we all had that friend where you can call and talk to him in January and then y'all not talk again until July, but y'all pick up like y'all never left. But we also had those friends we can do that with, but because we know how good and pure and genuine they are, you feel bad for not talking to them, right? You feel guilty, but they just like those other ones. You can pick up and call them and check in with them. 
Um, and don't be afraid of the energy that those relationships have. Sometimes those relationships give you the energy you need to repel other relationships you don't. Because I'll tell you this, Jessica's one of the most positive people that I talk to. And she pours into me. And subconsciously, when you talk, when I talk to her and then you go have a conversation with others, you're kind of like, ooh, this conversation ain't making me feel like the other one. Not that it should, but that conversation was uplifting. This person was pouring into me and we laughing and we joking and time is flying by. And then some of these other conversations may feel forced or laborious. And then you didn't recognize it because you weren't pouring into the other relationship that really is feeding you. And they, they kind of they kind of shed light on some of those other relationships where it's kind of like, ooh, what am I really doing here? Do I just not want to be alone? Do I just want someone to talk to no matter who it is? It's because I know my life is better than them and I feel good knowing I can talk to you knowing that, oh, yeah, as long as your life is terrible, my life is good. Ooh, I just struck a nerve, didn't I? That's real. Um, So just check on your relationships. Check the... uh. Give your relationships a checkup. And that's not just friends, family too. Just just give it a little, little, tap it, check on it. Make sure it's good. Make sure those relationships are healthy. Um, and the reason I say that is because, like I said a couple shows ago, I'm going through a very tough time right now. <clears throat> but my relationships <laughs> are healthy. A majority of them are healthy because people showed up. My phone has been ringing. My text messages have been going off and people have been working to help your boy out and that was a reminder that your relationships are healthy and they could be healthy oh they could be healthier um god i hope i don't get a copyright thing for that because that's definitely a song maybe not and my phone is on silent and my alarm still went off what the heck anyway yes check on those relationships make sure that they're health they're healthy and there's nothing wrong with apologizing and acknowledging and saying Cause I think me and Jessica said this. I'm like, man, I need to talk to you more often. I'm sorry. I ain't been calling you. I don't know what got into me. There's nothing wrong with saying that because you got to understand if you have those people, they understand. That's the reason why y'all connected. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, y'all, it's almost the end of the year. It's September. I know a lot of us have set goals, have plans. How are you doing? No, that, that's, that, yeah, I was waiting on the answer. How are you doing? How are you doing with that? Check those goals. Check what you said you was trying to do this year. Check, you know, whatever, whatever you need to check. We, we almost, we, we going to blink, sneeze, sit down, take a nap, wake up, and it's going to be 2023. I promise you that. So whatever it is you're trying to get to this year, get to it. This is just your verbal alarm clock, if you will. Just want to make sure that y'all know that, okay? Gonna holla at my brothers real quick. brothers handsome brothers debonair brothers dapper brothers accomplished brothers hard-working brothers martial arts brothers artiste brothers podcasting brothers hip-hop artists brothers 
construction workers, brothers, all of y'all brothers, what's happening, man? How y'all feeling out there, man? Listen, my word to y'all this week for my black brothers, man, be safe. In light of recent events, I want y'all to be safe. And I don't just mean protecting yourselves from the dangers of the streets. Protecting yourselves from anything. Too much stress, too much pain, too much guilt, toxic friendships, toxic relationships, toxic family members, toxic habits, toxic thoughts, toxic feelings. Be safe. Protect protect yourself. Be safe. Protect yourself from all those things. Sit down, take a deep breath, exhale, and think about some of those things you need to get rid of. I've been ridding myself of a lot, and I'm going to continue to do so, because I'm that. as my, my mentor, Corwin J. Millett, who I still need to have on the show, says he's carried a lot of people, and he, after a while, y'all too heavy. I'm tired of carrying y'all. Y'all legs work, your arms work, everything work. Why am I carrying you? Yeah, mm-mm, we lightening the load. And it doesn't have to be a person. Those burdens, man, unburden yourself. Have the conversation you need to have, whether that be with another person or with yourself. Address what you need to address. Get that weight up off you. Protect yourself. Create safe spaces for yourself, all right? That's all I got for y'all. And, um... You know, reach out to another brother if he didn't hear this. Tell him what I just said. Or better yet, send it to the podcast so he can hear it himself. Because sometimes when we hear it from another source, we take it in differently. And that's all I got for y'all today, man. Thank y'all for continuing to rock with From My Experience Podcast. I know the last few episodes have been heavy. Um, That's just where my life is. But I'm still trying to promote the positivity. I'm still trying to put out, you know relevant content that has a bright side to it but it's it's rough man but you know we can't ignore the realities of life like bad things happen in this world but doesn't mean that you know the world is completely crazy or there's nothing we can do about it you know there there are things we can do about it there are people in our lives that love us that will care for us and there's a time in your life where you got to look in the mirror and say yo i need to get my ish together Ooh. So, you know, if that's one of those times, man, do it. Do it now. When you finish listening to this podcast, or you at work, you at home, go look in the mirror and say, self, yo, we got some things we need to address. And make a list and address those things, man. And look at your life and look at your lifestyle and make those small adjustments. Get that life insurance policy if you ain't got it. Call and tell your friend you apologize for talking trash last week or doing that shady thing you did last week or take that day off of work because you've been working your butt off and you ain't take off in the last six months or say maybe i need to stop doing this a little bit too i need to stop doing this because i'm putting myself out there too much and people don't even deserve to see this people don't deserve to be exposed to this let me take my good and positive energy and give it to the people who deserve it who appreciate it and who acknowledge it ah and most of all, let me go to my friends who are out there working, busting their butt, and hit the share button on their stuff. I said it. Use the share button, y'all. 
Exposure is one of the biggest and best things you can do to anybody with a business because you may not need their services. Hell, you might not even 110% believe in what they're doing, but if you know that they're a good, genuine, deep person and they're out there trying to do the right thing, your share might get them the look that they need. It's that simple. Yeah, I'm fussing at y'all. We gotta love and support one another. We gotta support one another. Every other community supports one another. They live, they buy neighborhoods and run businesses together. We can do it too. And it can all start with something as simple as hitting the share button. <laughs> Leaving a comment, hitting like. You can do all three in less than, less than three minutes. You can do all three. I'm just saying. Anyway, until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all. Peace.